1: Welcome to the BetQL Daily Boost. I'm Lucy Burge of BetQL.com and I'm joined again by Nick Ashu and Dan Karpuk. Happy Draft Day, everybody. We have a very exciting odds boost for you on the Giants to draft an offensive lineman with their first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. This is boosted to plus 100 at points bet. Adam Schefter tweeted today that a veteran front office executive told him, this is the craziest draft I've ever seen in 30 <laughs> years. So anything can happen. There is great value in the Giants to do this. So I love this.
0: Nothing makes sense in this draft. No, I mean, love one, it. one, we're talking about quarterbacks maybe going late in the first round, or maybe they'll go in the top 10. or uh, we like Nobody knows anything, and feels like. The one thing I do know is that the Giants desperately need offensive line help we saw look Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback but it helps if you have an offensive line they can actually give you a little more time to throw the football they also need a wide receiver so there's the risk here that maybe they go wide receiver first because they got a couple early picks then offensive linemen but if you look at the, the quality of offensive linemen in this draft and where they're projected to go, they're probably better off taking offensive linemen first. You wait a couple of picks and then you can snag one of those receivers who are expected to be, you know, more on the back end of the top 10. But my God, if the Giants don't draft an offensive lineman in this draft <laughs> early, they're absolutely insane, especially if this is an evaluation year for Daniel Jones and you got to decide whether you're going to keep him or you're going to start all over again at quarterback.
2: Yeah, here, here at BetQL, we have models for everything. So we have an NFL draft (laughs) model. Yes. Like it was, it was, it was, it was shocking to me even that we have a model for this. So for BetQL, the Giants are projected to select Evan Neal from Alabama with the fifth pick Mm -hmm. and then. Take, uh, wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State with the seventh pick. So, Nick, like you just said, they need a wide receiver as well. So, Makes you know, sense. we're expecting them to t- take, uh, Garrett Wilson with the seventh pick there, their second pick in, in the first round. Um, so we're projecting, uh, Akeem Aquanu to go third overall to the t- Texans. Um, so that's another name to watch if he slips. Uh, that's another option there. So last year, like you just said, you know, they had an NFL low eight rushing touchdowns as well. So not only in on four <laughs> yards to carry, that's in the bottom five of the league. So not only was, you know, Daniel Jones not kept upright and given proper chances to get his ball to the wide receivers and enough time in the pocket, but you're also not getting any production uh, production on the ground whatsoever. So whether it's Daniel Jones, whether it's Tyrod Taylor, who knows which one of them will be under center uh, throughout most of the season, uh, they definitely need to draft an offense. Offensive lineman. And, you know, even though left tackle Andrew Thomas uh, had more receiving touchdowns than Kenny Galladay last season, uh, pro football focus rated the Giants as a third worst offensive line uh, last year. So they definitely need to make some improvements. and It would be shocking if they didn't go with an offensive lineman for their first pick here.
1: Looking forward to embracing all the chaos of this day. Head to (laughs) betql.com slash boost to see all of today's best odds boost. We also have our favorite bets for today. I'm going Pelicans plus two against the Suns. The Pelicans have covered the spread in four of their last seven games, five of their last seven at home. They covered a two-point spread against the Suns in game four of the series, so they've shown they can handle a spread like this against this Suns team. So I really like Pelicans plus two against the Suns.
0: Lucy, we're in an upset mood, clearly, because I got the Raptors plus one and a half against the Sixers. The Sixers are going to have so much pressure on themselves. They're 0-2 since Joel Embiid was injured. Uh, He's playing, but he's not – look, he's not himself, and and rightfully so. Credit him for playing through all of these injuries. Doc Rivers is going off trying to justify (laughs) the 3-1 series losses that he's had, giving up those leads, which, by the way, I actually don't mind him doing that because he is right about that Orlando Magic team, and at least he said, we blew it with the Clippers, but we also were you know in the bubble. All of that aside – they know what's being said about them outside of the organization. James Harden, if he actually cares, of course, knows the <laughs> pressure that's on him to go out here and pick up the slack. And he hasn't really done it, been a little more of a playmaker, but hasn't picked up enough of the slack while Joel Embiid is hurt. Doc Rivers understands what he's dealing with in that narrative if he's going to talk to the media about it. Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach. They're playing right now like a team that doesn't have any pressure on them if you're the Raptors this game is going seven games and in fact I have this too Philadelphia's one and six against the spread in their last seven road games Toronto is going to cover they're going to win this game outright and we're going to have a game seven in this series
2: oh I like it rooting for some chaos yes. there I love no. it all, all the
1: chaos <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to go Mavericks uh at even odds at the Jazz and you know last game Luka and the Mavericks dominated they won 102 to 77 they're the most cohesive team on both ends of the court right now in this series and I think this This might be the end of the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert era in Utah here Um, to make matters worse for Utah. Donovan Mitchell left game five in the fourth quarter due to a hamstring injury. He's also dealing with what they call bilateral quadriceps contusion. So uh he good. has like a Sounds pretty fun. pretty yeah Sounds it, great. it doesn't sound great right <laughs> he finished <laughs> with just nine points on 415 shooting in that last game so clearly he's not going to be at 100% here Dallas won game 3 in Utah 126 to 118 and lost by 1 uh, 100 to 99 in game 4 so they shouldn't be afraid to go into hostile territory and I just think they're the better team overall so um as I've been targeting Mavericks unders all season I'm going to go with them here to uh, win outright and win the series
1: I love it. Enjoy the chaos. Be sure to subscribe to the BetQL Daily Boost wherever you get your podcasts.